A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Charity Seebecker for the Midwest Farm Report. These families will get together at the Wisconsin State Fair in West Allis for a celebratory breakfast. One family being recognized is that of Carl Vandenoven. This Brown County farm was passed down each generation starting in 1871 and has been in production for over 150 years. Carl starts us off with some of the history of the farm. First, it was acquired in 1871, Peter Vandenoven. From what we can tell, um, we tracked him back to when he came through Ellis Island in 1871. We tracked him back to Belgium, but he was an orphan there. So that's as far as we can go with our history from when he migrated to the U.S. And then he purchased the land here in, in 1871, and he, then he sold it to his son and then another son, and then be my grandpa, Elvin, and then my dad, Francis, and now it's with me. What were the buildings on it, and what was the size or acreage? What was the farm original farm like? I think the original farm was 40 acres and maybe a barn. I don't ever remember, but I remember in 28, the house we're in right now, they built the the new farmhouse in 28. But I remember seeing a photograph way back when. It kind of looked like like the sodbuster farms you saw in Kansas and stuff. It was pretty... You know, it was, um, it was pretty, um, I want to say, rustic or um, pretty basic. So what was um, the farm's operation? Was it dairy, um, crops, everything? Yeah, everything. Um, I, I did dairy up until 2013, and then now I switched over to cash cropping and steers. And before that was, uh, you know, I, it was dairy for a long time, as far as I can remember. Um and then I remember our, my grandfather used to work, you know, in the winters. He used to go work in the logging, logging industry in the winter to, for supplemental income back then. Um, do you know how many cows they had back then compared to how many uh, you had? Back then, it was uh, the barn was in half, so one half was uh, fourteen cows, and then the other half the barn was for horses. And um, I remember my grandfather when he what was one of his happiest days when the horses went. Um, I remember, you know, back to how technology has changed. Back in my grandparents, you know, they just out of out of Green Bay. So uh, for them to go to town, to the title town brewing downtown Green Bay, you know, they used to have to load up the horse and buggy, drive it to the bridge here and Bellevue, uh, get on the train, take the train to town, stopping downtown, and reverse that all, get back on the train, come back, get on there back in a horse and buggy, come back home, you know, so, and now I can be the title town, downtown Green Bay within five, ten minutes, you know, I can do that a couple times a day. Back then, you know, it was an all-day event for them, so, you know, things have changed drastically over time, you know, it's not that long of a period of time, neither. So what made you decide to take over the farm? Just want to continue on going, and, you know, it's what I love to do, you know, farming is... I guess I don't know. it's my passion. It's my joy. It's uh, I just like doing it. Some days, you know, it's like gambling. Some days, you don't win so much, but other days, it's all about being outside, being with the animals, is being with 
taking care of things, watching things grow, watching, you know, dealing with the ups and downs of daily life. What were some of your memories on the farm, your favorite things that you remember from growing up? Well, as a kid, you know, my first one was picking stones. So I think everybody's done that one. Pretty years, you know, as you grow up, you know, okay, now you can help unload hay, bale hay. And then as, as the older you get, then, you know, grandpa, okay, now he's going to drive the tractor. You can do this and you can do that. And just a progression of how you age through the uh, years and your responsibilities of helping out with all the, the daily routines. What were the first years like of the farm? Did they have to go through any hardships or maybe some really good successes? You know, 1871, you know, that was the year of the Pesco, right around the year of uh, the fire time. So uh, I'm sure, you know, they had their ups and downs. just like, uh, you know, I don't think we could even fathom now what the way we, our lifestyles now, what the hardships they had to go through, you know, back then. You know, uh, we're talking about last night. You know, we're sitting on the porch while we had mosquito stuff on. We had, back then, they didn't have that. You know, back then, oh, I, I can't turn a fan on because we don't have fans weren't invented. Um, I know one, we still have the letter from Wisconsin Public Service here we found was uh, you should try electricity. Your neighbors really enjoy it. You should try it out and see how you like it. So, I mean, over the years of, you know, different things progressing, technology changing and making life easier or or different. What improvements or changes have been made from when your family owned it to now you owning it? In 90, we put in a liquid manure pit because, you know, being stewards in the environment, you know, we're being environmentally conscious, so we're spreading our manure. More of it, not daily hauling anymore. We're crop nutrient management plan. We added on the barn for... Um, had more cows back then, but cows left in 2013, um, milking cows, so now we're raising steers. So, you know, we added a barnyard runoff. We've added, you know, so that's still in play yet, being, you know, watching our our soil water runoff from the cow yard and stuff. So we're doing all that. How was the farm passed on from generation to generation? Um far as I know, I bought it from dad, and then dad bought it from his father, and, and then I'm assuming it, it was all purchased along the way. And what makes your farm unique, whether that's back from when your father owned it or you owning it now? I don't know. I, I guess, you know, always growing up, you know, you know, we always had, you know, mom and dad, when I was little, mom and dad go away. You know, we always had somebody here. You know, there was always family around, you know, whether it was grandpa, uncles, aunts and uncles are always around. So there was always somebody here and it was always um, enjoyment time. You know, and we were the cousins to go to to play because, you know, we had open land. We could, you know, do what we wanted. So, I don't know, um, it's hard to pinpoint what is the farm today you mentioned you went from dairy farming to the beef operation do you mind taking a second to talk about that transition what made you decide to make that transition and really where your farm is today 2010 my dad passed away so you know i you know it's all family help so i had dad and mom mom and dad and everybody helping out so everything was towards the family nuclei helping well then i kind of lost all that and then as i transitioned into it and then you know, markets weren't the greatest. And then health insurance back then, 
we were paying uh, $17 a month for uh, $6,000 deductible. So looking at depending on other help and everything else, and decision was made at job offer. So that's when this go work full time get rid of the dairy cows, and then we transition into steers and cash cropping. My two nephews help out now, too, back to everybody's helping out, doing doing their little thing. So you mentioned your nephews. That was going to be my next question. Is there interest in the next generation yep. to take on the farm? Um, yep, our nephews, Andy and Matthew. So um, right now Andy's 16, so he's uh, been – COVID was a really big push for him for learning the farm operation because he couldn't go anywhere, so – his mom would drop him off here every day during COVID, and been, he's uh, he's the cattle guy. He loves being with the cows and taking care of the crops and everything. Matthew's side of maintenance and repair, so you know everybody's got to have that cattle person. What has it been like for you personally to have grown up on the farm and now being able to share that passion with others? It's a great joy and enjoyment because now you see the passion, you see the you know. And it's funny is some of the little quirks that, you know, me and my dad and grandpa used to joke around. I them on as kind of little quirks that you instill in people and the attitudes or however, and little joke, hardworking. Um, it's fun to see that pass on. And pretty soon, you know, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, less guidance from you as time goes on. Carl Vandenoven shares the story of his family farm in Brown County. The Century Farm Program originated as a part of Wisconsin's centennial celebration in 1948. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.